just gonna try to do this all in one take. It might get awkward, I'm <laughs> not sure if I don't uh, pause and collect my thoughts and edit off the ends of sentences and everything. Uh, but we're gonna see how it goes. So, uh, you know, put your seatbelt on if you're, uh, if you're listening to this while you're doing something else. Thank you. Uh, stay active. Do that stuff. That's great. But I don't know. I just felt sort of compelled to do one of these. I haven't done one in quite a long time, and I haven't really done the podcast enough lately. I, as I'm speaking to you, it is May the 3rd. It's about 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m. here in uh, the the Deep South, <laughs> Alabama. And it's been really cool to kind of reconnect with living in the country and everything, but what I'm really thinking about right now, it is, uh, it's the eve of my 27th birthday. And, you know, I've got one year now to outlive a lot of uh, my favorite musicians. It's, uh, I feel like this is one of those, I think there's some astronomical term, I'm not even going to look it up, but I think it has something to do with like the, the revolution of Saturn or some shit. Uh, I don't know. Write, write to me. Uh, comment, <laughs> comment section. Take care of that. Solve that problem. And I've been thinking about a way to address this that was not. I don't. I don't know. I'm just gonna come out and say what it is. So I was informed last month uh, in April by an old pal, big eye guy that alone, uh, also known as No Ill, uh, Machnus has passed away. And uh, I went back and I've been... I was kind of unable to really process what it meant to me. It doesn't really... I don't know if it means anything, but, you know, this is one of those times where uh, I'm considering, you know, my age... And I'm thinking about a guy who was in his early 30s. Um, I, I talked to you. It was just a couple of years ago that he, he was just a pop-up guest on the show. He was going to have Big Eye Guy on. And then he was like, hey, I also have you know, the, the <laughs> one of the best Quake Live players ever to uh, just jump in and weigh in on stuff. And uh, Listening back to it, I can hear how much I've grown in the past couple of years. And uh, I don't want to make this about me, though. It's just that it really, you know, when you lose someone, it really makes you think and this is the first time that someone that I know of anyway I hope no one else has passed away without me hearing but this is the first time that someone who was a guest on our podcast has uh, ascended to the next life or whatever you happen to believe in um, so anyway as I listened to it I heard a, a really measured intelligent healthy guy and I don't really know the circumstances of how he passed away. Um, I'm sure that's kept private amongst the you know family and people who are actually involved in his life. Now, you know, maybe I, this this recording of this podcast may have been the only time that I ever actually sat down and talked to the man, and uh, yet I'm feeling an impact. <laughs> and I, I listened back to that podcast, and I remember being really, really proud of that episode because it was one of the earlier ones where. I had sort of managed to bridge 
out of the arena shooter discussion primarily and you know talk about other types of game design and everything these guys really made me think they really opened my mind up and hearing it back i'm I'm almost impressed by the uh, amount of knowledge that I, I I have in my head now that I recall as I'm listening to it, like gathering it during that conversation. Um, so anyway, all that to say, man, uh, Noel, alone, uh, thank you, yeah, and uh, may the road rise up to meet your wheels, brother. Good God. All right. Uh, so there was no, <laughs> there was no like easy way to address that, I guess. It just, I guess I had to just get it out there, say something uh, out loud. And I guess sometimes the microphone is conducive to that. But anyway, um, more so than just that, life is, uh, ever-changing. Things are always moving. I have been... One of the things that I, I recall from listening to that podcast is like, you know, this is kind of before I ever really talked about the military. And I had kind of made it up in my head at that time that I wasn't going to address it. I was just never going to reveal that fact. Because I didn't want it to be part of, you know, who I was. I didn't want that to be the persona of me is that he's like, he's just the military guy. I used to I remember when I was in basic training and my family came to the graduation, you know, and as they do, and they were determined to get that picture of me in the uniform, you know, the, the that everybody gets at the end and you're put on your dress uniform and you all, you know, pose and they Photoshop your face and make you look like you're not sick and beaten up for two months. And I had this like sort of in my heart, this like dread of I did not. I was envisioning my, you know, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren asking about like, you know, what was Paul Paul Ty like? And I didn't want the only reference they had of me to be just like the military guy. Uh, that was, it was a part of my life that I, anyway, transitioned out of, you know, over the last almost, I mean, since October. So, I officially got out in January, but you know this whole transition into working for 3D Realms business uh, really went well, and I did an awesome program. If you're in the military and you're listening to this, um, I don't know how it works. You know, I'm sure that policies change every day and everything, but I really enjoyed the SkillBridge program. It absolutely freaking ruled. It was the best thing that could have happened to me. No lie, it, it, I transitioned out and walked right into exactly what I wanted to be doing. I set it all up myself. It was it was very freeing. It was an awesome way to end my time with the Air Force and you know, talk to your uh, talk to your leadership. <laughs> talk to your uh definitely your supervisor and then at some point you'll probably end up talking to your first sergeant and your commander about it, but like if if they can swing it, you know, if you can swing it, definitely take up that opportunity. And it's not just when you're getting out. I'm pretty sure you can take it anytime, but that's enough rambling about that. I uh, I had a great experience. But anyway, I then was faced with this predicament of like moving to Denmark. Like, I've got to do that. And I had it made up in my mind. You, know, I'd, you never know how complicated shit's going to be until you get into the nitty-gritty of it. But 
you know, I had bright eyes and bushy tails and I thought I would get out in January and then I would just be able to kind of very quickly make my way over. And obviously there's, you know, silly me. Um, the immigration process is a little bit longer to get a work visa and all that stuff. It's uh, I've had to fly to Chicago and I got to, I got to meet up with Mike Schmidt, Michael Klaus Schmidt, the MK Schmidt, met him live in the flesh. Oh my God. We walked around Chicago. He, you know, we talked about everything, not just video games, but like he's, I, I, I felt like I was in the presence of an Oracle, you know, and I'm just listening to him shatter my brain with wisdom but anyway, you know, <laughs> while I was there, I also went and did my uh, paperwork. And that was a couple weeks ago now. So it's all up in the air. I'm just waiting. And uh, I've had a bit of an issue where it's almost like this dis- executive dysfunction. I'm not trying to diagnose myself or anything. I just, I really think about how I've sort of felt like home here in, in Alabama is temporary. And I I haven't really fully embraced a lot of things that I felt like I should have. And I, I think now is the time that I'm just going to do it because I don't know how long it's going to take to uh, get that visa. But I do know that every moment is, is precious and as, as Alon uh, has reminded us, you know, every moment is precious. And I just want to embrace it all. So I, I, I am sorry that the podcast hasn't been my number one priority lately. But on the other hand, it's it's a plethora of things. I've got this bright, bushy, <laughs> um, new career right in front of me, and I'm I'm working my ass off. I'm working from home, which is dope, by the way. You should totally at least try that once in your life. I, I definitely would prefer to be and will let you know I guess at some point you know here on the podcast about how much I prefer being you know in the office and working you know getting your hands dirty with the other devs and everything that's way better in a lot of ways for the overall uh, work-life balance I think but also I don't know working from home is kind of dope because you can just you know, really relax into it and get on your own schedule. And if you're disciplined, and I, I try to maintain a pretty high level of <laughs> mental discipline, which hasn't been reflected in the, me getting the podcast out, but just in general, like I do my freaking job, man. And I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to be really good at it one day. You guys are going to see. I've, uh, I'm, I've really enjoyed what I've worked on so far, and I, I can't wait for the first. Thing with my name on it to be published, you know, like that, that's uh, that's another milestone. I'm kind of coming up on the year when that's going to happen. Conveniently, also when I'm 27, and I'm sure that doesn't mean anything, but I mean, it's, this feels like an apex. I feel like I'm at a at a peak, not necessarily like a, on the other side is to fall or go downward, but I mean, I'm I'm about to hit a, hit an all time sort of high when it comes to the adventure of like moving to a different country and and getting all of these awesome games that I've been working on forever finally out on the market. Stellar Valkyrie is going to come up. Uh, we are trudging along with Call of Seregnar. And yeah, don't don't think, uh, for, for instance, I, I've thought about this a little bit and I, I am open to suggestions. If anybody has a differing opinion on this, uh, let me know. 
But at one point I felt guilty, like I didn't get the podcast out this week. Well, maybe I should just, you know, refund, uh, like the Patreon fund. Like I didn't know. And then it dawned on me, he's like, oh yeah, like this isn't just a podcast anymore. And I think it's made pretty explicit on there that it's going into game development. And that is what I have been spending my time doing. I have been, man, project management is such a, an all-encompassing trade, man. I, I talk to different types of people all the time. Like, I am currently in contact with uh, someone who I just happened to encounter who happened to be part of a badass cosplay group or, you know, like, whatever. And they have all the cameras and medieval costumes and green screens that we would exactly need for Call of Ragnar. So I'm trying to figure that situation out. Um, which is awesome. Like that's great news, but it's, you know, that, that sort of thing is occupying my mind. And then on the other side of things, we've just had, and I'm not going to reveal anything here, but we have hired the voice actress who will play Katniss in Stellar Valkyrie. She will be the, uh, <laughs> the other most important character after Falco. So I'm super stoked. Uh, we've already got a lot of progress done with the cutscenes and with what's ultimately going to be just, a, I think, a really cinematic experience, if nothing else. It's, it's so beautiful, and Scumhead has worked so hard, and Uber has worked so hard, and uh, it's getting to the point where we're, like, we're ready to kind of get it into that demo state where we, you know, like everything's there, everything works, we've got a level, we've got the hub map going and rocketing you know, for you to play games on, uh, where there may be some mini-games, and... It really get a feel for what the game would be. And then at that point, once that is, is established, uh, it's just, you know, grab some help and get the levels done. Uh, the script, man, I spent hours the other day obsessing over the script after after I kind of like finished up my work day, you know, for 3D Realms stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write today. And I sat on my I spend a lot of time, by the way, on the back porch at my mom's house. Uh, it's amazing. I, God bless my mother. But the back porch is just wonderful. I sit out there with my laptop, and I oftentimes work from there. Not going to lie. I just I just really enjoy being outside and like in the woods and hearing the birds chirping and having the sunlight come down on you. It's so much better than sitting in a room all day. Good Lord. So full disclosure, I, I said I was going to do this all in one take, but I actually just uh, lost my train of thought because I got a message from Foamy about something he's working on, and then I had to go back and figure out what it was I was talking about, and I feel like I'm going to forget it right now, but hold on just a sec. Oh yeah, I was talking about writing the script for Stellar Valkyrie, so I've been slowly slowly working on that forever and Chris was uh, it was so nice to have Chris just jump in and try to help out and he did a tremendous job and really got me through scene two uh I don't want to describe it too much but just to lay it out there it's like you know I've divided the script into each cut scene is a scene and there's dialogue between characters and like I just could not get scene two is when you kind of really realize how loopy the cat character really is, like how much the Black Star cult has 
infiltrated her mind, so to speak, and altered her behavior and everything. And it, ooh, but you know, anyway, thank God for Chris. But once I got through that, I just had that day and I sat down after work and I, I just committed to it. And I, I don't know if you've, you've ever used Celtics. It's a really cool script writing software, but it has a statistic in the bottom that says like how long you spent thinking versus how long you spent typing. I think I had about three to four hours of thinking and one solid hour of just spitting it all out at the end there. And, uh, so anyway, the script is not done, but, uh, it's written. So we're moving forward with the new voice actress. We are getting ready to unveil to you what we've created. So yeah, I, I don't want to speak too soon though. Good golly. I'm not putting a timeline, no finite dates, but man. <laughs> and then, then I have all the other projects that I'm doing professionally, and it's been a wild adventure. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted, and I'm so thankful to, you know, to have this podcast, to have this reason to sit down like an insane person and talk into a microphone for. 20 minutes or so just because I felt like sharing some thoughts, just getting it out there and purging myself of them, I guess. And I'm thankful to the people who care enough to listen to that. Like that's, that's wild. And because I have this podcast, I've gotten to, you know, make up an excuse to meet a lot of really interesting people. And it's taken my life in a completely different direction than I would have thought from, you know, three or four years ago before this all started before in the keep, I had no idea. You know, I, I wanted to be a lot of different things. I wanted to be a wrestler. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a scientist. I wanted to be a, you name it. <laughs> and I tried them all. I tried being a meteorologist, you know, weather forecaster, whatever. I tried being a wrestler. <laughs> I tried being an electrician. Tried being a, uh, at one point I had this shitty job as a, uh, it wasn't even really security. It was more like uh, just the person who stands at events to like, you know, coordinate the crowd when people are going in and out of concerts and shit. It was terrible. Um, I, I could not have, I, if I went back to me at that age, you know, 20, 21, and told that guy that I would be, making stuff like combustion and making stuff like stellar valkyrie and that i would be uh that i would even have a a podcast about video games at all and the, and that this would occupy such a huge part of my life you know so anyway um if it's also your birthday happy birthday and I guess where I want to leave off is to just say that uh, I am grateful to no ill for bravely like getting out there and just just jumping into this podcast. Like I'm sure he'd probably never heard of it until the day before, and being the kind of person who's just open to sharing their mind, and because he was willing to do that, he had an impact on me, and. I guess hopefully now 
that's impacting other people as well. I think we all want to uh, feel like we've done something at the end of the day, I guess. I, I know I do. And I appreciate the opportunity to reflect and to look at the bigger picture and try to be appreciative of the, the little things, the little moments and the, you know, the times when all you had to do was say yes and you would have gone on a completely different track than you did now or say no. It's a lot to consider and I don't know, this is a, a long rambling sentence. It's not much of an, it's not intended to be an epitaph. It's just a an attempt to put my thoughts into words and I don't know, here's to 27 years. Hopefully I'll make it around the sun uh, one more time and I, uh, I'm humbled by anybody who has stuck around for the ride and I hope that you continue to do so. Yeah, I think in the keep is gonna do really big things.